Welcome to the Sandler Training Hour. Today, we're back with another Sandler rule. And this rule, Jim, why don't you lay it on us? Don't think of it as a sales call. Think of it as an interview. Now, that seems easier said than done. But what does it mean? <laughs> I think one of the important messages, uh, sub-messages in this text, is recognizing that if you're going in on a sales call, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to perform in a way that closes the sale. And I think, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, Jason, but from time to time, salespeople can smell bad. Yeah. They smell like desperation. They smell like they, they just, they, they, they see you as an object. And I think that's part and parcel of what happens when, we're trying to close someone. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just salespeople. I mean, in any situation where you're in an interaction with another person and they've got an agenda that they are desperate for the outcome to go their way or yeah. highly incentivized for it, you often run into the feeling of like, I think that there's an ulterior motive around it, around this, because I don't understand why you're so insert blank here in a desire to get this. When you think about something that suggests turning it from a sales call into an interview, it's a mindset shift, right? It really and, is, and it helps establish, at least on a subconscious level, this concept of equal business stature. Mm. You know, so often the salesperson is so busy trying to earn the business they actually posture themselves less than the buyer. The buyer has what I want, money. I need to get it, so I better do whatever I can to get their money. And, and it looks different for everyone, but from there are times when it can seem an awful lot like groveling. Yeah, you often use this visual representation of unequal business stature, which is the person who's asking for permission to have a sales opportunity is saying, please, please, please. They're in a subservient or a, di I guess it's a submissive role really compared yeah, to yeah. the buyer and they're placing themselves visually less than the person that they're engaging with. And really when it comes to doing business or to finding agreement between everyone, part of the issues that, most people run into is that if you don't start with the with your own self-worth up you're liable to lose inherent self-worth based on how someone else makes you feel about yourself yeah and i think the other thing that in in addition to establishing a more equal playing field is if i'm seeing it as an interview I'm going in to gather information, not mm. give information. And too often, salespeople have their agenda. Mm. Their agenda is let me tell you what we do and let me tell you why you need it. And then hopefully you'll tell me you want to buy from me. So, And this agenda starts to, to drive the conversation and it makes it all about the salesperson. You know, right. in an interview at least a good interviewer is not going to make it about themselves. Yeah. They're going to make it about their guest. 
Yeah, it's very different telling someone what you thought about what they did versus so what did you think about what you produced here? Yeah. Yeah. Typically, when we're thinking about what happens in a sales call, a lot of us do, we think about the stereotype of a salesperson who's being pushy, who's being shovey, who's gregarious, larger than life, fun to be around, jovial, right? We're creating this stereotype, but a good sales a good salesperson lets you think in front of them. Yeah. And a good interviewer does that too. They just ask good questions to probe the right thought process and they lead you in a direction so that at the end of it, you've given an argument or articulated something that's connected and not discordant. Yeah, and the thing about, about discord, anytime you are in a conversation with someone and that sense of discordance kicks in you start to change the channel oh yeah i mean subconsciously you're just you're tuning out and we as humans i i think especially in in the culture of 144 characters uh we have a very brief focus and if you're in the interviewer position you need to have very brief questions that are going to help drive your client to give you the information. I, in my years of selling, it's eminently clear to me that people will tell you how to close them. Yeah. They will tell you how they buy. You just have to ask the questions. And yet most people get so wrapped up in this is a sales call that they miss the interview acts aspect of it. And the interview aspect is, is if you think about those interviews that you enjoy watching, mm -hmm. there's an element of playful, there's an element of banter, there's an exchange of information. Uh, it, it isn't one-sided. It's not one person pitching the other. Uh, there, there is true engagement. Yeah. And when you have that kind of emotional engagement, I think you've hit, you've hit that level of trusted advisor. I think too often, if you go into it as a sales call, you position yourself as a vendor, maybe a solution provider, or even a consultant. But what people are looking for is a trusted advisor. Yeah, frame the scene, right? We've talked about what, and this is probably a rule we'll talk about at some point, but what's the person at a butcher counter doing? <laughs> fixing to buy some meat <laughs> right so you've already set yourself in a scenario where someone is interested in whatever product or service you want you have now yeah. the, the now the moment isn't to figure out how fast they're going to pull the trigger it's to figure out what's their driving and compelling reason that's yeah. pushing their narrative to make this decision yeah, and depending well. on how big your product or service is Something happened in a life that's changed the scenario, the circumstances, and uncovering that is way more important than convincing them that you're the right person to go with. Mm, so true. If you're in sales and you find yourself going into a lot of sales calls, hyping yourself up, tr worrying about what the outcome is going to be, remember the rule today, treat it like an interview. Yeah. Stop overcomplicating an opportunity to engage with another person. Sure, you're a salesperson. Sure, they're a buyer. At the end of the day, though, we're all humans. 
having this really weird human experience, why not be more playful with it and be more focused on figuring out what drives the person in front of you? Because yeah. if you spent 90% of your time trying to figure out what drives the person in front of you, chances are all of your relationships would be better. Yeah, spot on. Don't think of it as a sales call. Think of it as an interview. Yep, and you found your way to this podcast. Chances are you can find your way to our contact information. We'd love to hear from you. Um, explore our website. It's crossroads.sandler.com. And if you have any questions, reach out to us there. Have a good week.